first. We have a whole segment before you, Leslie. Oh, that's great. That gives me a minute. <laughs> actually have quite a nice crowd here today at the very new super spectacular my talk booth stephanie's wiping food <laughs> off her microphone it's water it's it's not beer you know it's, it's not beer it's not beer at all That's or all. a wine smoothie that's sitting in front of me right uh we are here live at the my talk 1071 brand new booth that is off of underwood and kind of near the cross street of randall it is a beautiful area where they have the lactation station so if you're a mom and you want to feed your baby or you want a quick uh, change a diaper that's a great place to do it it's quiet it's you want to hide out <laughs> yeah just have a little take a break there's toys in there for uh, your little older kids stuff for them to do so that's fun and we are live here with a bunch of chairs for people to come watch the shows today yeah you know uh we are nine to we'll go on beyond till 11 today yeah and then i someone's so, after us and one to three is Lori and julia right yeah I don't know who's 11 to 1. Maybe Hope has the schedule. I don't know, but we, you know, Jason and Alexis. Jason Jason and Alexis. Alexis. Oh my gosh, this is like the 18th. We have Jason and Alexis morning drive and then Lori and Julia afternoon drive and us. It's awesome. Did you know that today is Hubbard Broadcasting Day at the State Fair? I did not. Yes. What does that mean? Well, the theme day today is, of course, 4-H day, right? You guys have heard this. It is a crazy, a great day to be checking out the horse barns. There's sheep competitions. There's all sorts of fun stuff happening. But it's also Hubbard Broadcasting Day at the State Fair, officially. All right. And so that means that, like, today out in Dan Patch Park, there will be a lot of different fun things going on, alive and kicking, you know, with the My Talkers. But also, uh, Des and those guys are doing a Minnesota's Kinda Got talent oh from ks95 yep. fun yep fun, so that'll fun. be fun so that's kind of a fun little gig going on all right so at this point in the show of weekly dish we always do our two favorite things that we're obsessed with, obsessed with this week and at the fair there's a lot of obsessions it's the top two and our two and now the weekly dish presents top two top two the top two pick your best two in our two all right give me two with it with it all right. Top two in hour two. Steph? Yep. You've been out here for days. Like days and days. days and days. It's only days day more three. To go. It's only day three, you guys. Come on. What? It's the first Saturday. It is the first Saturday, and it's 10 o'clock. The fair's getting feels pretty great. busy. Yeah. Feels great out Things here. are starting to fill up. You don't the have weather the, feels great. It's you not too hot. You don't have the sun, and I'm okay with that right now. Let's yes. have Exactly. Let's keep it cloudy till this afternoon, and then when the sun comes out, and we'll all be a little toasty by then, we'll get one more hour in, and then we'll go. How about a lovely evening with Trampled by Turtles? Oh. My banjo guys. Yeah. My my violin guys, yeah. my string guys. I'm so excited for them. Okay, my first top two of our two is going to be the cute, okay, the Farmers Union, which is, you yes. know, the situation over, gosh, I don't know, it's across from the food building. I, I have to get my names of my streets down right, but the Farmers Union is a great little place. Birchwood Cafe, of course, does the food there. What I love is they have a whole new redesign. If you haven't been there in to this year yet, they have a great fresh look to it. There's a lot of uh, a lot of great information there, a lot of great a lot of good chatter with people. But they've also got a secret back patio. I know. This is some hot intel, you guys. The Birchwood Cafe truck is pa- parked behind the Farmers Union, and that they're the ones that are cooking out all the BLTs and stuff like that. But they are also, it's got some, it's a cute little wooden patio. There's some tables and some seats and an umbrella or two just to give you a little shade. 
kind of decent. Secret back patio. Secret that back patio. Awesome. I mean, maybe everyone else knows about it, and I just found it. That's possible. But I'm just saying that. I with, don't think so. With the redesign, it feels really, it feels really nice back there. All right. So my first top two in hour two is our friend Adam Turman. He has become sort of an iconic Minnesota muralist. He's an artist. And in your blue ribbon book is a coupon for an Adam Turman towel. It's a kitchen towel. I'm obsessed with kitchen towels. When I'm not buying Adam Turman's, I am embroidering them myself because Lord knows you can't have enough kitchen towels. And a little fun fact about me, I do not use paper towels. I refuse. So my family every year for Christmas buys me a giant 24-pack of paper towels that I give away to neighbors and friends because I only like to use my little tea towels. But they have a great, he's got the tea towel that's the Minnesota iconic people out at the state fair. He's got one that says Oofda. They're all real cute. So you can find the Adam Turman booth. It's in the grandstand. It's on the second level. I will also say he has a beautiful, beautiful uh, reproduction of the Ferris wheel out here that's just beautiful. Yeah, he does a, he does a thing every year now that he's been got a thing. Yeah, I really a just print. am a fan of his work. And he's, you know, obviously one of the top uh, food and restaurant muralists. He's got a ton of murals in restaurants. He so. does. Yeah, he really does. Great. A beer guy. All right, so my second of top two in hour two is kind of also a little secret thing. I don't know if you guys know this, but how many of you guys have heard about the peg <gasps> or know what the peg is? Me, me, me. Okay. I'm the only one? You're the only one. Oh, my gosh. So, the peg is a... <laughs> do you want to do I'm it? I'm so excited. It's the only oh full-service restaurant at the state fair. The only place where you can go and sit down and have somebody wait on you at the fair. They serve you, mm-hmm. and they're so nice. They're the nicest We humans. were there the other day. Were you? Yes, we sat down, I and we like, had a hot dog and some fries yeah. and a beer. And it's a great place to go when you just have, like, done the walking, and you're, and you're done with kind of... You want your own space, and you just would love for someone to help you out. You go to the peg. It's on the other side of the Ag Hort building, the far reach. Across from the World Bazaar. Yep. And you just, it, it's a great little spot to just kind of pop in, sit down. I like it for breakfast. I like to sit down and have a little breakfast if you're here early and get some, uh, some just some classic eggs, man. There is a real breakfast thing that happens at the state fair that if you don't come before like noon, you're never really clued into. Yeah. A lot of these Even, places have great breakfast sandwiches. Like in the morning before 10. Like the, yeah. there is a serious, there's an entire vibe that happens before 10. A lot of the animal, you know, competitions start at 8. So a lot of people are here early yeah. and there is a huge breakfast vibe. Okay, my other top two is the Mobster Mule. It is located, we already talked about it a little bit, in the Hideaway Speakeasy, which is again in the grandstand. So there's a theme here. If you go get your Adam Truman kitchen towel, then you go get your Mobster Mule. It's um, lime, Rose's Lime Juice. It is Edelweiss wine that is produced by uh, Cannon River Valley, Cannon Falls Wine Company. And uh, there's one other... Oh, ginger beer. Yeah. And then, like, they give you a lime. Ask for one extra because that little extra hint of the fresh lime really brings out the flavor of the wine. It's quite, quite good. It was my favorite refresher yesterday. This is because, again, you know, we've talked about that you can't have hard alcohol here at the fair. There is just beer and wine license. Uh, So a lot of the places are trying to do those sort of, not mocktail, but uh, they're calling them like beer tails or wine tails, and it's the idea of taking... Malt beer tails. Yeah, trying to do something a little different. You know, they they do the frolet with malt beverage down at Blue Barn. Um, And and this one with this Edelweiss sparkling wine out of Cannon River is like, it is so effervescent, and it actually really does feel like a sort of a Moscow Mule. Yeah, and I liked it because, you I like know, it better than a Moscow Mule because I'm not a huge vodka fan. Okay, well, I can't really say I I'm know. not a huge vodka fan. However, 
you know, there's a lot of beer here, and it's a very hearty beer community. Sometimes the beers, after you've had a bunch of fair food, you, they make you kind of full. So it was yeah. just a nice break from that full yeasty beer feeling that I was already having from all the stuff I ate. <laughs> I was gonna say, Can we just say bloat? Bloat. Bloats my goats. <laughs> That's going to be my shirt next year. Is it really? Yeah, I'm just going to have bloats my goats. Oh, my God. <laughs> well... I tell you what, that's. I think we should do that. We should probably uh, bloats my goats. Yeah, shirts. I mean, everyone else here has like little saying shirts. Yeah. I'm not going to wear your bloats my goats shirts, just to be clear. But we talked about my favorite shirt on the podcast yesterday. It was this like kind of six five burly husky man. He was very tall. He was bald. He had like kind of big muscles, and he was wearing a sleeveless t-shirt. And the t-shirt said, "I flexed my muscles and blew my sleeves off." <laughs> It was so funny. Oh my god, that's really, amazing. really cute t-shirt. There are a lot of great t-shirts, and in fact, I mean, there's that's kind of one of those things at the fair. Is this seems to be like the statement t-shirts that are happening, and today I think you're going to see a lot of them. Uh, there's a lot of Minnesota State Fair lover shirts. Uh, I don't think we've gotten sick of the iconic state of Minnesota on everything no. yet. Just in case you're wondering, the grandstand is just full of the state of Minnesota Our state stuff. Shapes. Yeah. Uh, here's a tip too. Up at up by the hangar, there's a new uh, shop. You guys, it's a spam shop. I don't know if you know about this. I don't know about this. This spam is a shop. hot tip. Hot tip. Hot tip. The spam shop is new this year. This is not the spam sandwich place down by the grandstand. This is an actual spam store. Not only can you get very very cool and Adam Terman designed spam T-shirts. Nice. You can also get. The entire canon of spam flavors. I'm talking the international flavors that are not found anywhere else in the in the country except at the Minnesota State Fair. Okay, that's pretty cool. I now, know. since we brought up spam, how did you feel about the spam tots? I mean, spam tots, uh, spam curds, curds. They tots, call them spam balls. curds, <laughs> and basically, it's supposed to be like they're just hunks of deep fried spam. Yeah. And here's the deal. I love me some spam and I love me some, you know, fried spam and I love all of that. I just, these were jalapeno. I just don't call them curds because then I think cheese, you know? So they should have been a tot or there a ball. Was, yeah, I kind of feel like they should have been a tot. You're right. But it was, it's straight spam. Like if you're a pro, well, I mean, it does have the breading on it, but I don't know. I it, That's one of those things where it's like, I don't know if I would pay for it, but if it was sitting in front of me and I had a beer, <laughs> I would pretty much eat the entire thing. I wasn't going to let anyone throw it out or anything like that. I mean, food waste is an important issue. I just, I'm sorry. I can't, I'm hearkening back to like sitting at the uh, table in probably like third grade and where my mom has just put down like spam loaf. And you were saying you wouldn't like not leave the table. Like we couldn't leave the table until we ate every single bite of it. Probably with a side of like white toast, and it was just the worst. That's awesome. Yeah, it was that and uh, creamed, the creamed stuff that came out of the can too that they would put on toast. Cream of mushroom? No, it was like a creamed corned beef, chip beef on toast. Oh, Oh, that was when you had four kids and you had the cheap meal coming. That's what it was, either spam or the cream chip beef on toast. No wonder I'm a foodie. Yeah, ads after all that. Amen. All right, you guys. That's it. We're yeah, gonna we're going to go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we will be talking with Leslie Miller. She's from Minnesota Wine Country. And we're going to just take Lori and Julia to task when we come back on The Weekly Dish. Welcome back to The Weekly Dish. We are live out at the Minnesota State Fair. Clapping's good right now, people. Woo! Woo! You know, we're the, we're the weekend squad, so we're usually in the station all alone. There's nobody there. We don't even shower before our show. So we, like, got dressed up for you today. 
We wore fresh shirts. Well, I don't know. Stephanie, is yours fresh? <laughs> Why are you judging? <laughs> Why are you judging me? There's been a lot of pictures with her in that shirt, so I'm not sure how fresh it is. But, you know, it's very, very cute. Uh, thank you for being here today. Thank you to Red Cow and Red Rabbit, who is the show sponsor, who every week helps provide this show where we talk about all things food. They're very gracious Twin Cities family that are locally owned, so make sure that you check them out. And when you do, tell them that you listen to Weekly Dish. They love to hear the stories of uh, local Minnesotans eating good food. Yep. And speaking of Minnesota, we have Leslie Miller. She is here. Hello from hey. Amuse Wines. Yes. She worked on that all she did. night. She really did. Uh, <laughs> Leslie Miller is a local wine consultant. She also has a subscription wine servi- service called SIP. Sip, Sip better, better Wines. Yeah. I know. I'm like totally killing it, aren't yes, I? Yes, you are. <laughs> She's also representing Minnesota Wine Country today. And I just need to take my girlfriend, my lovely Julia Bargini, to task. <laughs> Yesterday, on the Lori and Julia show, Stephanie was there talking a million miles an hour to get it all Apparently in about all I the was. good new fair foods. <laughs> and Julia was like, no, there's so many beers here. There's a lot of beers at the state fair, but what about the wine? What about the girls that like the wine? There's very little wine. There's no wine to drink. Oh, contraire, mon frere. There is wine, and Leslie's here to tell us about it. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well. How many years ago did Minnesota Wine Country open? Um, it's over a decade now. Okay, and they yeah. start. They had a building. Was it three years ago that the actual building was here, or have they always had a building? So Five the building years? is new. Wow. Yeah, Time the flies. building is new. So yeah, we have. Yeah, we actually have a place where you can come and hang out in the building, and it's nice. It's yeah. relaxing. It's beautiful, and so when it's rainy at the fair, it's great to come in and sip some wines and eat some food and listen to you know wine educational seminars and all kinds of fun stuff. I saw you tweeting yesterday, like it's raining out there, but it's very nice in here in <laughs> yes, Minnesota wine country. Exactly. All right, so I'm just going to say what nobody else will say, which is <laughs> Minnesota wine gets a bad rap. It just does. People don't know how to buy it. They don't know what to buy. True. They're very uncomfortable. Like, oh, if I could pick a Minnesota wine or an Italian wine, what should I pick? Well, yeah. Don't you think also, though, I don't think it's necessarily that it got it has... It gets a bad rap. It's just that it's an evolving industry, and it has changed yes. so remarkably. Yes. I'm not, you know, to compare the Minnesota wine industry to the Italian wine industry yeah, no, is not ridiculous. Fair. It's right. thousands of years old there. Right. So to know that we are in this space where this this horticultural magic happens, right, is and we're all still learning it. And that's a really important part too. Is that the University of Minnesota is. I mean, working their tails off to create these unbelievable grapes. But everybody thinks, you know, again, it's not thousands of years old. We're right. talking about grapes that have been developed. The first grapes were starting to be developed in the 70s by Elmer Swenson. Yeah. And then the U started along in the 90s. And now we have new grapes, you know, every three to four years. But yeah, you're also talking about different grapes and a different grape vine. Yeah. So when people walk into a Minnesota winery, they say, oh, I like Pinot Grigio, what? You know, so you have to kind of stop, drop, and roll. Yeah. I always say, do that downward dog before you roll into a winery. <laughs> Make sure that you're asking the right questions. Say, I like something dry. I like something light. I like citric flavors or apple flavors. What can you recommend to me from a grape style? 
And for many of you, taking a wine tour in the fall is, yeah. if you haven't done it, it is so magical. It's just beautiful. Yeah. The yeah. leaves are beautiful. The drive is beautiful. It's There's great. a great tour that's outlined that you can go to different wineries. When you go to um, the Minnesota Winery today at the State Fair, you guys actually have flights. I don't right. know if you can see them, people, but they have a cute Minnesota cutout with your three different wine flights in there. How cute is that? They're so great. So we have at the Minnesota Wine Country Building. It's located at 1271 Underwood. Mm-hmm. So it's right across the street from a horticultural building. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a number of flights. So you can pick from a white flight, a red flight, a fruity flight, or even the three, uh, three wine ciders that we have on tap. And the flights are $10. Or if you find something that you totally love, then you can definitely get a great glass for 7 bucks. All right. And these are all wines that have been made in Minnesota from Minnesota grapes. You're one of the most um, educated wine people I know. Oh, thank you. Yes. So <laughs> tell me some of your favorites. So my favorites, you know, first off, I'm obsessed with the grape La Crescent. Um, we don't have the grape La Crescent actually at the building this year, but it has been. I sit on the cold climate competition mm-hmm. uh, board, the panel, and we always give La Crescent the Governor's Cup from some winery. Right. It's just such a great, likable grape in the sense that it can be dry, but also if you like something between like Viognier or even like Sauvignon Blanc, it kind of sits in between. Um, I have a grape actually here for you today called Idle. And Edelweiss um, here in this little white flight. Yeah. So this is made by Garvin Heights. And Edelweiss is actually one of Elmer Swenson's um, wines. Who's Elmer Swenson and why do we need to know him? So he's a pretty important guy in Minnesota grape history. Um, He started constructing grapes in the 70s, kind of before everybody was really doing it. Um, And really kind of checking out cold hardiness. You know, we talk about these grapes. They're cold hardy. The grapes at the University of Minnesota have been constructed to make it through negative 33 degrees below zero. All right. We need those And that's those really grapes. important. Yeah. Um, so I've paired the Edelweiss to go along with our Sriracha cheese balls. These are cheese balls <laughs> yes. available in the... In the building, Minnesota yeah. Minnesota wine building. Yeah. Stephanie so, never met a cheese ball she didn't like. Amen, <laughs> sister. Amen. And these are technically curds, right, Steph? Because they have cheese in them. And they have that little bit of like that chili sauce to go along with Yum. them. Paired with the Edelweiss, the Edelweiss has a teeny, teeny, tiny bit of sweetness to it. And so that sweetness kind of offsets a little bit. Now, this is like Minnesota spice. Let's be real. Right. Let's be clear. Yeah. There's nothing too spicy. Mm. Right. When we say sriracha, sometimes people think you're going to have your face lit on fire. That's a good bite. Cheers. Right. It's just a nice little. The other thing, too, is I like things that are fried with like a touch of sweetness because the two just kind of together make things magical. Let me call out the fry on these little uh, sriracha cheese balls, you guys. This is almost panko like a panko crusted, crust, which is like so much, you yes. know, like especially here where you're getting a lot of fried foods. That's just a nice textural boost. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And it's not too cloying. I don't know what this thing that looks like a purple marshmallow <laughs> on a Speaking stick. Speaking of cloying. Yum. <laughs> okay, is so it going to really? Okay. So this is, is wine fried brie. Oh. Um, so inside you're going to find basically a hot pocket of 
cheese. It looks like a little bit of a I'm mushroom. Not your own stick. Yeah, I'm not gonna. You've just licked <laughs> that thing completely. You won't eat from my stick. Okay, so I've paired that mm. with our rose. So, oh, so we have you know rose all day has been an enormous trend. Uh, rose, of course, has been huge from coast to coast. This is um, what I love about this. We've, it's infused with a little bit of a watermelon extract, and so that, that with the fried brie again, that works out. kind that of works out. yeah, just like offsetting oh, so some of the heaviness. Yeah, it's great. It's a good breakfast wine, by the way. What's Speaking with the of, purple? Though? So it's in the batter? Is that it? It is. So the wine is in the batter. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's why it's like super purpley. <laughs> like you definitely <laughs> think grape when you're, you're going to put And it's nothing to do with grape. And it's just it's lovely. While the yeah. brie cheese fried in red wine is amazing. Yeah. This slushy frosé thing with yeah. the watermelon Is this the same accent? one? Yeah. Oh, my. It's the, so good, I want right? this at my pool. I don't Pro- have, but if I did, this is what I would be having with it. At yeah, the pool. that is yeah. fun. That's so a lot of fun. That is um, a new slushy for us, and then we also have peaches and gris. Every time I say it, I want to sing peaches and cream. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, My peaches and herb. Yeah, exactly. So this is a little Frontenac gris. Um, How peaches. 1976 of you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can pull out a musical library that would shock you. <laughs> This is great because, again, it's just kind of nice and healthy. Did you really say healthy, Leslie? Stop <laughs> it. That is healthy. Leslie, it. It's just a little sugary. It? That is great, and, too. Yeah, they're great. We have a total of four wine slushies at the Minnesota Wine Country Building. That was not me. So if you're into frozen Seriously, alcoholic I love this drinks. One. Peach? Yeah. That's just not me, but it's not bad. It's just right. not me. Yeah. You know I wish saying? that they had, like, an icy machine like this full of wine slushies at your favorite convenience store. Wouldn't that's be great? a problem, huh? You just roll in I know, to like then you would and, drive, but right. oh, yeah, like just, and yeah, like just you're like, getting the icy machine. Like, oh, I would just like a little peach rose. <laughs> there might be a place like that in California. I think. I don't know. Oh this might gosh. be a bad thing to say, but we've talked a lot about how much we like the strawberry frole <laughs> oh, at Blue Barn. Yeah. It is really great, but I actually like this better. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. you know, the you t- can like the, them both. It's yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. I don't have to like. I don't have to you can I feel like I'm too. whispering because I, I do like the strawberry frole, but this is yeah. this is really my jam. That's more yeah. your jam. It just feels refreshing. It's I like that it, the little sour wine on the back. It's not yeah. so sweet. It's delicious. Yeah. yeah. And those two, you know, that'll go really well with like the sriracha cheese balls again, kind of offsetting some of the... Should we see if the- it goes really well with the sriracha <laughs> cheese balls I have another bite? Huh? Okay. Oh, so, imagine you know, that. when You're all right. the brand new foods came out this year, yeah. there were not too many things on a stick no. this year, right? Uh-uh. So we were really kind of the people that started to put some things on a stick. We had our fruit kebabs, and then we also have this great... Um, by the way, our fruit kebabs. We heard everybody's criticism on it. Like Did we, you? We heard you. Okay. Yo, we heard you. Here was the criticism. Yes. Only three pieces of fruit for what was it, like $9? They were two sticks. Let's be clear. It wasn't three pieces of fruit. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Take me to task. I'm, I'm fine with there it. There were two sticks and it. there was a couple pieces on each stick. I mean, yeah, there was yeah, like yeah. three or four pieces, like slices of right. hunks of fruit. Hunks so of what fruit. we've done is we've added another stick. That oh, makes a 
one is right. Okay. Wow. There you go. So we heard you. We, we respond to yeah. the crowd. Well, well, you know what? You have, you have to. to. You, you have do. to understand. And I'm going you know to yeah, do an yeah. update of some of the things that are the evolution because there's yeah. some things that are that just change like we've been saying all day. Right. That just don't work or people they're just they just keep going with it. So we heard you. Um, please come by and try it. So go back for yes. the fruit on us. Yes. And it has the yes. tagine on it, which is delightful. Yes. I love it. That. Is. And so but that I do love your really little great. charcuterie on a stick. So this charcuterie, um, if you saw me on the Jason show, this that looks like week. a Bloody Mary skewer. Yeah, basically yeah. I spun In it Wisconsin. around. Um, <laughs> you so know how they always have like the meat sticks? And yeah, into your cute. bloody. Actually, you could probably put this you into. You could probably, if we had a Bloody Mary situation yeah. here, maybe right. you could get on that. Throw it Someone, in there. Anyone? So a beer, a beer a little, Mary charcuterie stick there are two of them um so artisanal cheeses and some great cured meats that okay i think you guys are really gonna dig this one this is a grape called sabrevois you know what we're gonna actually take a quick break oh sweet and we're gonna stay okay. so okay. but we're gonna take a quick break and when okay. we come back we're gonna continue with you guys and talk a little bit more yes. about some fun Minnesota stuff. wine this yeah. is everything so much fun Cheers. we'll be right back <laughs> welcome back to the weekly dish <laughs> Shout out to the Hammernick's Interior Solutions guys because they're into the crowd. Into the crowd, but yes. they're here. They're they're sponsoring today's broadcast live at the State Fair so that we can be hanging out with all of you, lovely. Hey, I have a question. Front row, girly pants. Is that a corn dog or is that a, a Prano pup? Prano pup. All right, you guys. Prano pup is up to nine. How cute is it? Her mom is wearing her Hey Girl Hey. I know. I'm just hey saying. Girl Hey. Shirt. Gotta all go right. see Jason. You know they're all here to see Jason and Alexis because yeah. they're fine. on after us. We'll take the cast yeah. off. No, she's here for food. That's what I'm saying. All, all right. right. So we are here with Leslie Miller. Yes, and Minnesota we're talking wine Minnesota country. wine. Yeah. All right. So you, before we so rudely interrupted with commercials <laughs> and all those things that we do, you were telling us about this little red here that you wanted us to try. Yeah. You know what? Obviously. So at the Wine Country Building again, there are eight wineries, twelve different wines to try, four different slushies. So lots of great opportunity. Lori and Julia, uh, they're here today. I know we're going I to think, a concert tonight. Oh, so Aces I think we're going to stop on by. Yeah, Please I'm going to stop, stop on, on by, and we're going to erase all this idea that yeah. there's no wines. We will double. Here. Dog dare you to find something you know that you're gonna love. Okay, love so it. okay, so this to be honest, this is my favorite wine this year from the building. I'm just totally loving it. P.S. Um, if Leslie says it's good, <laughs> it's good. Whisper? Leslie Miller from Amuse Wines. <laughs> so this is Cannon River Winery. Um, again, with the cold climate competition, we just gave Can Cannon River Winery of the Year this year. Um, I, I love everything that they're doing. This is the grape Sabrevois. It's puckery. Sabrevois is actually a sister variety of St. Croix. St. Croix, again, is one of the Elmer Swenson grapes. So what I love about this is it's kind of got this like yummy raspberry rhubarb it's a apple tart. Yeah. It's a little apple. I was just thinking yeah. it's a fruity. It's uh -huh. definitely fruity, uh -huh. but it's got it's kind of a little bit more of the tart fruit than it yeah. is the overly sweet fruit, which right. is that's my problem is what I find those. Right. Like, it's yeah. kind of got this great little mm -hmm. yummy crab apple yep. thing going on with it. Um, so I've paired that to go along with the charcuterie. Again, charcuterie, you know, can have that kind of oily texture to kind of keep the palate sort of light and refreshed. Um, I love this Sabrevois paired to it. I think it's so great. And I drink a lot of Gamay and Pinot Noir. Like my world is, I mean, let's be real. I drink a lot of 
wine. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah. I love the grape gamay, and it's light bodied and red. It's got that great bright acidity. And I'm just, I was telling a girlfriend of mine yesterday, I'm like, you got to try this Sabrevois. I mean, we love gamay in the wine world, and the Sabrevois is just a really great comparison. All I right. Love it. I love yeah. it. Cannon Good. Valley Winery. You can find that right down by the Cannon River Bike Trail, which I'm, if you haven't ridden the Cannon River Bike Trail as a family or just get your bike out, yeah. it's a great trail. Do it. It's so beautiful. It's lovely. You don't have to be a good biker. It's just flat. I love it's it. just great. It's you can ride all the way to Welsh, Minnesota. No crazy awesome. terrain. I mean, if, no. you're neat, if you're biking and wine is in the picture, it should be flat. You need a flat one. Flat. Just thank you, Leslie, flat flat for being banks, here. Ladies. We really appreciate thank it. Thank you. Thanks, you guys. So, Stephanie, we have the moral of the story today. Uh, we just want to thank everybody for coming out. and We still have a whole other segment. We do? <laughs> yes. I'm so confused. Guys. It was Do you the wine see, slushy, now that you're I swear. sitting here and you see what I deal with. It could be so much worse. It I could, could be, be so a much jerk worse. and an idiot. I'm, I'm just no, an idiot. I'm just saying that it's hard because we're having so much fun that we yes. just, I don't want it to end. I don't want you to cut us off early. No, not <laughs> cutting us off early. But honestly, you guys, we get so excited about food. This is like our high holiday. These yeah, this 12 is. days. This is our high holiday. This is our amazingness. Yes. Steph, we have talked, we've talked about wine, we've talked with Leslie, we have talked about some of the favorite uh, foods that you've had, but I feel like, I mean, you haven't covered your whole list. No, I haven't. I mean, and that's the thing is like, you kind of can't with the amount, like I said, 87 things to eat or sip while you're out here. It's kind of intense. One of the things that I wanted to bring up was Taco Cat. Which Please. is a, kind of a good one. Down in the International Bazaar. Have any of you guys in the audience been there yet to eat it? Or have you been to the Taco Cat in the Midtown Global Market? You guys, it's a sleeper. Okay, so here's the deal. Midtown Global Market obviously is in Minneapolis. And they every year have a booth at the fair. And they sort of rotate people in and out. Last year hit Hot Indian and Left Handed. Uh, cook. No, ra- wow, Rabbit Hole. But oh, they used sorry. to be the left-handed rabbit. So, or left-handed cook. So Rabbit Hole was there, and they had. But so now they're rotating through, and so now we have Taco Cat, and they've got. Uh, they're there right now. I think Mama D's is coming in next week. Um, and what they're doing is they've got three things that are new. One of them is a General So's chicken taco, and. Here's the thing, again, where like I make sort of the moderations on it. I don't even think you need the tortilla with it. I would just get I the chicken that, that and eat it with a fork because that's spicy. They've got these really wonderfully fried hunks of spicy chicken. Just beautiful. Just perfect. I have heard that, that the tortilla was a little bit of a letdown, but the fried chicken inside and the sauce was quite amazing. Yeah, I don't judge. I mean, like to me, it's the filling of the taco is the main thing anyway. But then the thing that I think that is a wonderful value and kind of a fun thing, especially down there because the International Bazaar has Summit and Live Stage and you tend to get a beer and hang out, they have got loaded fries that are just a deal. Okay, because I... It's like a pound of potatoes. I have nacho issues. I love nachos. Jason loves nachos. We've had fights about, like, if there's the right proportion of cheese to the nacho to the chip, that's a whole nother show. Um, I'm that worried that, because yeah. I like Taco Cat a lot, but I'm worried that the fries get too soggy underneath said nacho cheese. So do they have the crispy fry ratio to cheese? So, like, I only need five minutes. What do you, like, I don't need it to stay crispy the whole time, oh. but I want like a couple of minutes of crispy before it starts to kind of get all jus. Well, I think that you are definitely. I mean, I think it is a softer fry because of because it not under the cheese. There's also 
you know, beef and there's some there's some black beans okay. and there's some really great spicy sauceness to it. Pickled jalapenos on top. Really kind of yummy and all sorts of goodness. But I, I mean, like the edges were crispy, but yeah, that's going to okay. be more of a softer fry situation. All right. I so, will eat all your soft fries on that. Well, and clear. it can be okay if like with the nacho tray where it sort of starts to absorb into the nachos in the middle, but it's still kind of... You in the right funny, way, yummy. But for nachos, for me, I'm with you. I don't want a soggy chip, but a soggy fry is okay for me because it's a potato. Yeah. It's different than having it be a chip that limps. I would rather have no limp I'm gonna stop. chips. This is all going to go into a bad direction, and y'all know what I'm talking about. So I'm just it, could, it could. It um, could. Let us talk. Let's talk about a sleeper. I'm going to talk about what we just mentioned. All right. Another value, one of those things. We're talking about the fact that there are bonus foods. Now, these guys, they're kind of in my bonus food category, the Minnesota wine country, because we didn't, they weren't on the official new list. And so the bonus foods are the things that missed maybe the list in the beginning in June, but then they still have new stuff. So we try to include everybody. One of the other things on the bonus food list was this chicken bacon ranch quesadilla up at quesadilla junction quesadilla junction which is just a kiosk you know just like a little stand and uh i gotta tell you it was for 10 bucks it is a monster of a quesadilla chocked full of chicken it's got the bacon it's got salsa it's got all the goodness a little bit of you know a little bit of ranch drizzle in there i'm just saying 10 bucks like after you're you're sad about your sliders at the hangar that didn't work out you go around the corner and you're like this is what I need. Give me the quesadilla. I have to say there is a new food on here that surprised me that you did not like. Because if you would have blindfolded me and said, is Stephanie March going to like this? I would have said 100% yes. What do you have against a tacho flight? Oh, Tot Boss. I know. Right? That wasn't Tot Boss. Oh, who's Let's doing be clear because Tot Boss is right down there and Tot Boss is a Okay. So if you're going for Tots. Hit top boss That's first. What I think. Um, so the Tacho flight, it wasn't. It honestly, here's the deal. It was the execution of it, the way that they're doing it. They've put samples of four different kinds of tachos, and of course, tachos are tater tot nachos. Uh, they've put four different kinds in these little cups, in these almost like Dixie cups, and so it's like a flight. I get that you're only supposed to taste it, but like, you can't. You don't. The yeah. ratio, the balance, it's out of whack. You're not. There was like one of them had all this mustard. In a glob, and without you have your fork and you're trying to get in there, it just tacho should be a, you know either you fork it or you pick it and you kind of have a moment with it. But I wish people could see you forking or picking your tachos. Forking or picking, but yeah. it was hard. It was it was execution. If someone put like a different way of doing it, that would be great. But that was in the Coliseum, you know. There was one other food that I was surprised that you liked because it didn't seem <laughs> like it would be a Stephanie March thing. I went. I wanted to hate it so much. The rainbow cloud roll. I yeah. really, really wanted to hate it, you guys. I really did. It's Here's bad. the secret. To people don't know where this is, so I'm going to tell you guys. It's in the grandstand. It's on the second level. I was here the other day trying to find it. A bunch of people were trying to find it. It's kind of hidden up in the it's grandstand. On the, it's on the grandstand, second level on the east, easternmost side. So kind of pointing that way towards St. Paul. Let me just say, give the set the scene. Okay, so the scene is this is definitely one of those. So we're, we've, we're in a moment of trick ice cream, right? The Thai rolled ice cream, which is delicious and great. We've got the soft serve cones that are toppling over. We've got those floats, you know, in the world with giant things on them. It's very Instagrammable food. Right, trick yeah. ice cream. So what this is, is this is a moment where they've decided that they're going to put down um, a bed of cotton candy. They're going to give you like a little sleeping bag unrolled of cotton candy. Then they're going to put some fruity pebbles on it. And then they're going to put these uh, big 
hunks of ice cream on it. And you can get Superman ice cream. And Superman ice cream is the best. So do that. And then, which is multi-flavored, crazy tutti-frutti type of thing. And then what they're going to do is they roll it and they pull it back into this roll like a burrito. And then they, and they kind of like chop it in half. So basically you pick it up and you have an ice cream burrito. But it's ice cream inside of cotton candy, right? With fruity pebbles. And crunch and edible glitter. We didn't have any glitter. Okay, the little girl that I was watching that got this thing, her, like, mom handed it to her, and she looked at it, and her eyes were so wide, and her brother goes, edible glitter! Like, it was hilarious. I just, I stood there and laughed for, like, five minutes watching these kids. They were so delighted. Well, and this is a, and it's a thing where you watch it be made, and you're kind of a part of it. And I'm not kidding you. I I went in thinking, I'm going to hate this. I'm going to hate this. I I was actually hating it as I was going in for the bite, and then I was like, Oh wait, that's that's not bad. <laughs> See, and I would have thought you would have hated it. A that it's stun food. <laughs> B that it's sweet. Yeah. It is the it best is. thing at the fair. Do you love it too? Yes, I'm she obsessed. did. She's obsessed. I saw that's your Leslie post. Leslie Miller from obsessed. Minnesota Wine Country. But I love. Hey, Steph, we got to get wrapping up like, for the last segment. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, sorry, we're over again. Okay, oh, there you go. <laughs> that was Hope produ- producer. Producer Hope, Hope we don't right. have a clock here, so we'll go to the next segment. And when we come back, we'll give you the moral of the story, which might be that we're obsessed with rainbow cotton candy roll. Right, guys. Welcome back to the weekly dish. We are live out at the state fair. Thank you. Thanks to Hammernix for being our broadcast partner for the day. Yes. Hammernix Decorating Center does a great job, and also thanks to Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Yep. Locally owned restaurant chain in town that they hate it when we call it a chain because they're all a little bit different. Yeah. They're a collection of neighborhood places. So when you patronize them, let them know that you listen to Weekly Dish. They really do provide the funding that makes this show happen every week, which is very generous of them because we talk about them, but we talk about everything else too. And it's it's really nice of them. That make that awesome because you guys are here listening and you guys are part of the reason that we are awesome. So thank you. Because we are awesome. Because we're awesome. (laughs) Thank you. I guess that's the inference, right? Is that what I'm saying? All right. Um, all right. So we have been just going down all the fair foods. I do want to remind you that we have a podcast on a stick that Stephanie and I have been doing. We are recording an episode today. Every day we record an episode live from the Minnesota State Fair. It's food. It's the drinks. It's the entertainment. entertainment. It's the shopping. Yeah. We're getting live State Fair stories. Uh, yesterday we had a pretty funny state fair story from Todd Walker when he worked the ticket booth from Fox 9. Yeah. Uh, today, actually, we have an engagement story. So a couple that got engaged here out at the fair 16 years ago. It's a really sweet story. That's kind of lovely. Yeah. Um, okay, so a question that had come in earlier, and I just want to make sure we covered it, is do you still have the brie cheese soaked in red wine at the Minnesota Wine Booth? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. That was the kind of red square marshmallow-looking thing on a stick that we ate um, also, uh, we have a question that came in about uh, someone. Okay, I'm going to read this question and I'm going to try not to laugh. Oh. And I don't mean to be rude, but here is the question. I only eat organic foods. Where and what are healthy options at the fair? Mm, is that, I mean, I, I don't mean, know if you're going to get organic food. No. I don't know if I would say that maybe I would definitely head up the, uh, the uh, Farmer's Union because Birchwood Cafe is focused on doing that kind of a good food. I just don't know if it's if it's certified organic. It depends on what you mean by organic. Yes. You know. And there is definitely healthy food options here, but if oh, organic is corn. your number one box yeah. to check, 
I don't know that this is your place. I don't know. Well, I mean, but I think people who only eat organic can come. And I would say that the best thing your best thing to do is to really eat before you come and then enjoy a snack. <laughs> I was just going to say, or pack a lunch. No, well, I, I've seen this people with lunches, too. This is not good foodie advice. Pack your own lunch. Yeah, no, I mean. We sound like the crabby lunch ladies. I know. I just, I think there's there's areas and there's things that just, the hard part is if you're actually militant about being certified organic. And I don't necessarily think that that's always there's plenty of people who have sustainable farming practices who aren't certified organic. So what you're looking for, and you know, this you could ask the Common Ground Minnesota ladies about this, but they basically, it's not, it's the same. Your their product is the same; it just isn't certified. Right. So, so something that Minnesota Food, because it is a state fair, and, and it, it started. Day. Yeah, and it started based on food traditions and Machinery Hill and the farmer and culture. They have a Minnesota grown booth here. Did you know? Like, I learned a lot of fun facts. Did you know that Minnesota's the number one turkey producer? Yes. Okay, and turkey to go here, by the way, is a fair classic. Those sandwiches are amazing. Um, okay, did you know that Minnesota is also the number one red kidney bean producer? No. Who knew that? No, I did not know that. Is it all the chili? Like red kidney beans. That's such a specific thing that only Minnesotas are Minnesotans are making. Yeah. And then it made me think about the weird, when you open a can of red kidney beans... There's like that weird kind of jelly clear liquid that is the brine. It's called aquafaba. Is that a thing? Yes. What is it? It's starch. I cannot believe you knew this. What you do you are mean so you can't smart. believe I knew this? That is amazing. Come on. Aquafaba. Aquafaba. And in fact, the vegan uh, people, bartenders are using aquafaba to make, instead of egg whites, to make vegan cocktails that are foamy. And okay. it's a good thing. It, it, there's no flavor. It doesn't taste like beans. It's just starch and starch water and it has a little bit of protein in it like albumin which is in the egg whites why do we need starch water in our red kidney beans no it's just a it's a byproduct it's what beans give off got it it's a byproduct of the beans when you pack them they they're not adding that that's your shirt next year is gonna be i know what aquafaba means (laughs) (laughs) ask me what aquafaba means that's what i want to do is spend my day talking about aquafaba (laughs) that's hilarious i know all right i know good stuff hey did you know that uh the tea source bill waddington is out at the cambria kitchen today and you guys if you want to learn anything about tea this man has forgotten more about tea than we can possibly even know yeah all day long they're going to be doing tea samples tea tastings talking about tea and he's got some rare teas to taste and he's got a couple teas that were illegal up until last year that's kind of interesting and tea is like wine where the more you know about it the more you learn about the culture that it's from the terroir that the tea was grown in it's just it gets so deep and so geeky and so awesome yeah it's true um also one of the fair things that i have kind of one of those little things that i like to see if i can make every year is the livestock auction have you ever been to that no do they so it's down it's going to be at 5 45 today it's down at the compere i think it's called the compere building uh um yeah it's the compere and it's the uh arena and they do this live auctioning of a lot of the animals here and so it's it's it is an art you think i was talking fast yesterday on laurie and julia this is an amazing amount of beautiful like selling of animals and talking about them and doing the you know the who comes to the fair to buy the animals lots of people well, really? you have prize when people people you get a prize. Hereford, oh, do they want them for it. their like? Yeah. yeah, for things. Their or, I don't know reproductive things. I just keep yeah, she fanning my down below. Sorry, that I don't want to talk about. Uh, kind of weird. <laughs> some of the other things that are not just food stuff today. Just P.S. There's also a vintage 
uh, secondhand fashion show at 2 p.m. Uh, and noon up at the uh, Eco, Eco Experience. Experience. Yeah. Oh, 